This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Holy dick cheese on my enchilada. We are back, gang. You know it. You love it. You're gay. Tuesdays. Here we are at the Comedy Cellar. Oh, boy. You, uh, do we want to reveal that? Well... This is, are we revealing the big the big change? Or I don't that, think we revealed the change right, right. yet, but I don't want to throw them off the scent here. Okay. We're not we're not on Riotcast, but we love Riotcast. Sure, good eggs. But we are in the Riotcast studio. Yeah, but we, yet we're not using the Riotcast studio. Not using a studio. Not using your mics or equipment. We have our own Zoom here. We're portable, fuckers. But yeah. But we're in the the comedy cellar because it's, it's we got some crazy stuff on the horizon. Uh, uh, Work wise, our careers are gay, and we're all over the road, and and schedules are tough to to what the uh, bunker compatible. They're not. Uh, They're bumping. They're uh, synchronized. Synchronized. Yes. Yeah, we got to synchronize. Swim. The kitchen synchronized. Uh, boy, I'm out of it. I mean, I am oh, wackadoo, dude. I'm, I'm on, on two hours. Four here. hours over here. I got uh, double your sleep, but still not enough. Four is brutal. Wait, where were you? I don't even remember anymore. Oh, so I'll, I'll get into it. But let me just finish this. Also, we're here because your dame is sleeping at the apartment. Oh, or yeah, herself. I mean, this at, is all about your lady. She's at the apartment diddling right now, and she didn't want us to see. And uh, the diddling is very loud, so it would ruin the, the mic sound. Oh, a loud diddle. Big diddle. She's Bo Diddley. Oh, wow. Mine's more of a vibration situation. Uh-huh. It's more of a boom. Mine sounds like an old Buick if you hit 60 miles an hour. Right, right. Like one of those. Remember that old Dana Carvey joke, uh, trying to start a car? Sounds like uh, Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. That one's covered in dust. It's dated. Um, so is her Well, what about DiPaolo has the all-time dildo joke. Shopping for His wife went shopping for a dildo. It was too realistic. She came home. It had more veins in it than Iggy Pop's forearm. Wow. I shot, thought she stole a steak shake, steak no, a fucking, pepper, a pepper mill from pepper a steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I call her stealing bad. Go check out that. I don't even remember which album that's on. And uh, DePaul's got a new show. Go check it out. Check it out. Uh, it's on Patreon. We're on Patreon, for yes, God's sakes. you got that right. And if you're miss, if you're not on our Patreon, you're, you're fucking sucking your dad's dick on Wednesdays because... Uh-huh. Bad day to do it. <laughs> this, uh, our Patreon is covered. It's got more bonuses than I got herpes sores. I yes. mean, this thing is wall-to-wall. Constant breakout. It's not like they come and go. They're out there. Yeah, wall-to-wall carpeting or hardwood floors. What do you prefer? Because they make it sound good. Wall-to-wall carpets, hardwood floors. I like a hardwood floor with a, with a carpet, mm. a rug. So you don't like a wall-to-wall? Nah, nah. Wall-to-wall is no good. What am I, a red <laughs> roof? Well, the problem, the uh, nice thing about hardwood is if you come on it, you just sweep it right up. You sweep it. You can't sweep it under the rug. Right, right. But you can you can just mop up. That's true. Yeah, rug things soak in. It's a double-edged cock because the rug, if you spill something on it, it's visible. You can't get it out. You're fucked. But the rug keeps things where you don't have to clean as much. Okay. You know, it's like you go to Vegas. The rug there looks like a, a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. It's all colors and wiggles and wackles. But, uh, you know, you get a white rug, you can see everything. Yes. That's about as subtle as a cockroach walking across a white rug. Oh, I've never heard that. That was from uh, JFK, ah. the film, not the president. Got it. Well, I just bought I don't know if I talked about this last episode. I can't remember. Good airport. I got a vacuum cleaner. I can't remember if I said this already. I got a Dirt Devil little vacuum cleaner from my cousin, which who I appreciate when we moved in. It was a housewarming gift. That's a nice little dust buster. It was great, but this thing is a piece of garbage. It never worked from day one, oh. from the get-go. Wow. And so we just... 
went a little crazy. We got a Dyson. Oh, that guy's a nut. I mean, it was a lot of money, but this thing really sucked my asshole. Did we talk about this? Because I remember you describing Dyson with the no bag. I can't remember if it was on air or off air. Yeah, yeah, he's got no sack. It's tough because that Dyson guy is obsessed. He's like a lunatic. He lost his wife over this. He was he was tinkering in a garage, and his wife left him. We, we might have said this. I don't think so. If we're in repeats on Dyson, people are going to well, leave forever. Fucked, yeah. There's no way they're getting a Patreon if then we're on Dyson. Repeats. If we're on dice repeats, then we suck. Oh, right. bag. Yes, uh, zero bag. I think I talked about this. So, anyways, let's move on. Crazy Dyson, blow me. We might have talked about it off air. Maybe we're we're big into Dyson. I can't remember if it was on air or off air, but send <laughs> us a Dyson. Club. Now we're in Bobby's <laughs> studio. I want to be the Dyson. new. I want to be the new Bobby. He's up here talking about fucking. Ham hammocks and yes. and, and uh, you know fucking sleeping bags and yeah. they're just sending them his way. Right. I got a nine hundred dollar hammock. I haven't even cracked it open because he mentioned it twice on his pod. What kind of hammock is holding that guy up? <laughs> well, I gotta tell you a bad Bobby story. He's gonna hate this episode because we're stealing his studio and we're talking about him. Oh, that's but right. But this isn't about. Well, it's not about us, anyways. But I was on stage at the Providence Comedy Connection and I was just you know you look around, you're getting kooky, and there was a button. On the stage, like a like a vote for Truman. No, no, like a button, like uh, you button your shirt. Oh, okay. Another great Apollo joke. Buttons—they're on your pants, they're on your shirt. But anyways, I, I picked up the. I, well, I didn't do the setup, oh, of okay, course. Okay. You got to get the setup. Uh, I was gonna say it's observational, but not much of a punch. Well, the joke was about sixty minutes, and uh, who's the guy at the end of sixty minutes? Walter Brimley. Mickey Rooney. Yeah, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. It is Mickey Rooney. Yeah, you're right. Rourke's I, the wrestler. I can. <laughs> I think he was pretending. Oh, well, they all are. It's fake. <laughs> Good point. Well, there's the amateurs. That's true. The Greco-Romans. It's funny. The amateurs are actually more real than the pros, which is uh, odd. It is. By the way, what's a Greco? What's that about? Greek. Is that right? It's Greek. Yeah, it's like... uh yeah, the Greco salad. Yeah. I think it's the old Greek. It's like Oriental. So they're older than the salad. The wrestlers are older than the salads. I guess so. Yeah, salads are new. <laughs> We've been wrestling since the beginning of time, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I'm wrestling with something myself. I uh, There was a button on the ground, as you know. Yes, And I, I picked up the button, and I go, boy, it must have been a fat comic on stage. And four different guys in unison went, Bobby! Wow! Yeah, so nice to know that they're out there, the Bobby fans. Yes. But a little hurtful. Sure, sure. But well. it was also funny. I was like, he's going to hate to hear this. Hopefully he doesn't listen to the pod. But nah, he he's, doesn't. He's, but some asshole will tweet him. Yeah. Nah, well, you, they put a button on that joke. Yeah, so it was a quadruple zinger, but uh, I took the button off to just add my own two cents of ah, buttons. But Some yeah, collect buttons, I believe. It's funny because he's, he's a fat guy, but he's not the fat comic. You know, like Panette, no. yeah. Louis Anderson, Ralphie May even were like, I'm the fat guy. Yeah. And Bobby's a large man, but he's not going down the fat route. He has some fat jokes, but he's not, that's not his whole world. And he's working, he's getting getting better. Getting, oh, is he? Uh, strong. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. He's slimming up. You got a giant Bobby over your head here. We're in the studio, so there's oh, a giant right. painting. It's fun. And, and we it, all love Bobby. This is like worlds colliding here because this is my, uh, my you know, my side podcast here. Yeah. You know what, dude, of course. Not side. I mean, it's his show, of course. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. So it's like I'm double dipping. But, yeah, when we started Tuesdays, I remember it, half our fans were people going, I know, I know the, the truth yes. from Bobby's pod. Yep. And so, now we're here. Thank you, Bobby. But, uh, yeah, anyways, a bunch of guys zinged you. All right, let's 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 get it. Enough of that nonsense. Yes, uh, I got to tell you, I've had a crazy day. Right now, I am barefoot. Yeah, barefooting. That's What's, a song. No, I never heard it. Oh, it's a classic from the seventies. I don't think I know it. Or Is it barefooting? I don't Is think pussy so. Pussyfooting. I don't know. Bigfoot. Pussy farts. Queef. Pussyfooting. Yeah, go check out the queefs. Anyway, so I had a crazy day. I don't even know where to start. And uh, rain is the theme of my day and night. Ah, uh, yes, you're rain man. So I was in uh, 400 Oak Street, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. I was uh, up in Providence, Rhode Island. Great city, of yes, course. Yes, yes. Uh, subject of season one of the Crime Town podcast. I love that pod. Great pod. I didn't know you knew about CNC. Oh, I know about, I know about everything. How about that? Don't get me wrong. I mean, don't get me... 
Yeah, yeah, whatever. The, the best part of that part of the old old New England ladies who are like, I love C. Nancy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the accent. And they're going to make it a movie now. The what? podcast is all they need. Then they got Buddy. It'll be Buddy the movie. They'll get a guy to play. They should get Tom Hardy. That guy can Ooh, play anybody. Ooh, I love the hard. I would eat his asshole with a, you know, a ladle. Ladle. Fun word. So, anyways, we did Providence. We had to drive back today because a couple things. Sarah had a soccer game. She's playing soccer, you know. Okay. And then I was opening for Michelle Wolf. Woo! Hot, hot ticket. The Wolf of Wall Street at Aussie Fest. Have you heard of this Aussie Fest? Osborne? Not to be confused with Ozfest. Yes. And Ozzy Osborne, as I understand it, is now suing Aussie <laughs> Fest. Oh, God. Which is funny because it's the third year they're doing Aussie Fest. It took them three years to come around to the fact that they were doing Aussie Fest. Well, he's a little out of it. Well, it makes sense because everyone thinks it's. I keep telling people, I'm like, I'm open for Michelle Wolf at Aussie Fest. They're like, what the hell is Michelle Wolf doing at Aussie Fest? Right, right. And I'm like, no, this is like the liberal TED They called it TED Talk meets Coachella. Oh, wow. Like Hillary Clinton was there what? and uh, Hassan Minaj, a few comics. Yeah, I don't know if she did a set, but. Uh. She's a little too political for me. Leather pants and uh, pacing. Uh-huh. But anyway, so Michelle said, hey, do you want to open? And I said, sure. And she said, I'll give you a, a silly amount of money, which was really nice. Yeah. So I threw on the Ted Baker here, and but I wanted to get back in time. So we left Providence last night at midnight after wow. four great shows over the weekend. Really? ton of Tuesdays. Oh, I love it. ton of Tuesdays. One guy came to three out of four shows. Oh! What a nut. We're like Pearl Jam. I was trying to improvise and just make shit up for the guy. Yeah, you see, you feel guilty. Oh, shit, I'm doing my Uber bit again. He's seen it eight times. Yeah, I don't do an Uber bit. I was just throwing a, a subject out. No, I know. I thought something might come from it. All right, uh, Lyft. Sorry. Yeah, Lyft, well. I got an Uber bit. I guess I, I, guess I was projecting. Well, I got, I, people are using projecting too much, don't you think? Yeah, I guess it's coming around. It's like brand. He's on brand. Yes. That's, that's in the ether now. Yeah, all of, that's a thing and uh, a couple other things yeah, I can't think of. Yeah, there's a few others. Uh, what's the other one? Narrative is big. Oh, narrative. That came out of yes, nowhere. Yes. And, uh, that's a whole narrative. What does it mean to tow the party line? Oh, towing the party line? I think that just means like you just stick with whatever your team is saying. Oh. He's towing the party line. Oh, all right. I was thinking party line, like calling a hot skank on the 1-800. Like I think, like for instance, like a lot of these conservatives, they have to be pretend they're into God. Ah. Like Trump is like, oh, yeah, God. But he's not a Christian. I mean, which is Absolutely fine. Yeah. But like he's towing the party line because they got a lot of Christian voters. I think. I might be right, incorrect. That's, that's not bad. So there's things like that, you know, like uh, I got to, you know, fucking uh, go unions. He's towing the party line, uh, blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. So anyways, we drove back and uh, it was one of those ones. You, you drive through the night. You feel like it's going to be a good idea. You're like this way we'll wake up in our own bed. It's a whole thing. Three hours. Three hours. And by the time you're done saying goodbye and meeting and greeting and then you get paid, and you have to do the whole like, oh, I hope you come back. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Boobly boop. All of a sudden it's after midnight. And I'm a little sleepy anyways because we woke up early to go see my family. It was a whole thing. Yep. So we're driving, and then the the, the skies just uh, open up. Uh, you got jizzed on. Well, which I think is not a great saying because really they close up. The cloud. The cloud closes the sky. The yes. cloud. The sky closed up, if you uh-huh. ask me. And I then like it, it just is torrential rain. I'm on no sleep. It's 2.30 in the morning. And the worst part of the trip, up in Connecticut, you're fine because it's like nine people on the road. You're just cruising. But then you start getting down to Yonkers and the Bronx. And now you got these young hotshot youngsters driving in and out, whipping it out of you. And there's like six inches of water, so you're skidding. It's just... I hate the skid. I'm doing that, and the water, the, the the lights, they're flashing the lights. They're right behind you. They're right on your tail, and the road is winding. Now this fucking like grooved highway, uh, groovy. With six inches of water. It's not groovy. You're the New York grooves. And then you know Sarah is the best. She's keeping me company, but occasionally you have to be like this. I'm out now. I can't. There's no conversation anymore. Yeah. I'm fucking. I got like. I'm gripping the wheel. My eyes are busting out like Bugs right. Bunny. Radio's off. And it's pouring. Oh, I mean, yeah. it is torrential. And I'm like, I just got to get out of. And then when you go through the Bronx, the cross county there, right by Hunts Point, which is like legendary projects. And so now I'm afraid the car's gonna break down. Mm. It's gonna be Judgment <laughs> Night. You know. I don't want to sound racist. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. But you don't want the fucking tire to fly off. And now we're in sure. front of a White Castle in the South Bronx. Oh yeah, more of a Black Castle. Yeah. Well, 
that's either here or there. But, oh boy! Uh, so then we finally get to high level. We get to Queen, and Queens is like a like a what do you call that when you uh, uh, Shangri La? Shangri La, <laughs> yeah, almost almost a mirage, but it's real. You yes. get in there and you're like, oh, thank God, because it's a you know you're just happy to be home. Most diverse uh, borough in the country. The whole thing, very diverse, and uh, I live there, folks. And uh, but it was just a, a real relief. But it was I was white knuckling it the whole way. Got yes. lucky with the parking spot. Ooh-wee. Felt good. Then the rain dissipated. Today was nice. I get up. I got the Michelle Wolf gig. Now what do you get? You get home at what three? About three, three thirty, three thirty in the morning. And then today I had to get up and return the car. That's a whole thing. Ah, oh, I hate the return. Got to return those rental cars. So then I go to the park and folks. It's about 125 degrees today. Mm. Humidity. I wore a nice shirt. I wore a Ted Baker. Oh, yeah. And we've discussed this before. These shirts, they're, they're made so well. They don't breathe. Yeah, it's like wearing a plastic bag. No breath. And I'm, I'm hot now in right. this thing. And it's fucking 1,000 degrees. I get off and walk into the park. And this is where addiction and obsessive compulsion, it gets you. Because I get up there early, and I'm, I got to enter at 72nd and, and uh, 5th Avenue. I get yes. up at 59th, so I'm like, I'll just walk the 13 blocks. But I want a Starbucks. I just like going to the gig with my Starbucks oh, tea. Oh, yeah, I've seen you do it. And it's 120, and the nearest Starbucks is four blocks over, so I walk all the way east. Mm. And you ever have this where you're early... But now you're late because yes. you went to do a thing. I had an early late. You, t- you diddled. You toyed with your time. I had a diddle toy, and I had to go over there. We talked about those earlier. Yeah. I went all the way over to Starbucks, and I'm just walking, and I'm sweating. These shirts don't breathe. I'm fucking soaking yes. wet. I mean wet. I'm sweating like airplane, the pilot when it's uh, drenching, you know. Don't call me Shirley. Yes. You can't be serious. And I- I'm just fucking drenched. I get the hot tea. I'm, I'm doing all this drenchedness. Yeah. To get a hot tea. Oh, uh, and your anxiety's going up, your your stress is going up, and the time is going up. Exactly. And here's the thing. At any point, I could turn around, but I can't turn around. You got the addiction. It's it's just like when I got herpes. I'm like, uh, she's like, I have, she goes, time out. I got herpes, but we're already naked. I'm yes. like, I've made the decision. Yes. You could tell me you got a Venus flytrap in your twat. I'm going in. Yeah, I'm going to shoot it. It's going to eat it. Yeah, I, I just, I need to have it. So I just keep going and going. Feed I get all the way there. They don't have the jade citrus. Ah! No jade citrus. Oh, feed me Seymour. So I said, what are you going to do? And I finally, I got the emperor's cloud mist, which is some dog shit they're trying to push on the people. Emperor's cloud. I, I, I get out of here with the cloud mist. Yes. You don't drink a cloud. I'm sorry. All my nude photos are in the cloud. It stinks. Yes. So anyways, I get that, but I'm still slaving over a hot beverage. Now I'm practically late. I get over there. And I got to walk through the park, and all these security guys—I know they're there to protect uh, the us. The worst. They're the worst. They're the worst. Well, there's what it is. They're these GED cum stains who never made a, a a ripple on this earth. No rip. And they, you know, they got nothing going on. This is the one time they have power, and they're gonna use it. Yes. And it's brutal. We have the worst, dumbest people in charge of gatekeeping. It's yes. kind of ironic. They could never get in anywhere else, so now that they're in charge, they're not letting you in. Yeah, they're very unpleasant, and I'm like, uh, look, I'm an artist. I'm like, I'm just, and I wasn't trying to get it. I wasn't trying to sneak in. I said, uh, I just talked to a guy. He's going to call someone down. He's like, they got to come down. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I just wasn't sure if you were the guy. And he's like, I'm security. And I was like, no, I know, but I figured security is who's, it was a whole thing. Yeah. Finally, the lady comes. She couldn't have been nicer, by the way. This Aussie Fest, these these wokey people are very friendly as long as you're towing the party line. Uh-huh. You know, they're very sweet. So she lets me come in, and I go back, and there's a band called, uh, let me think of it, Love Group Love. You ever hear of these folks? Orgy talk. Yes. I mean, I've experienced Group Love, but I've never yeah. seen the band. No, never heard of them. I got to tell you, they rock. Really? They got a female lead, and she's wearing like a leotard with like... Uh, what do you call it? Like lacy pantyhose over it. Ooh. But like a lead, like you can see the crotch, like the, almost like Cher in that video on the battleship. Yes, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, do you believe in love after love? Do you believe? It wasn't that one. It was, if I could turn, turn back time. Maybe the most uh, song, song stuck in your head of all time. Really? For me, yeah. I just walk around in, in gay bars just singing that. I'd give them all. Never liked Cher. I didn't care for her as an actor or yeah. the music. I, don't, I didn't find her sexy. Really? Young 70s Cher? No, not that. I like Sonny better. Oh, wow. Well, he's dead. Yeah, well, that, I killed him because 
Yep. I don't even know I blew them. You like sunny. You hate a cloud. That's true. Uh, Skies opened up. Yeah, closed. So anyways, we get in there. The band is rocking, and it's so cool to do these music fests because I got a backstage pass now, Ooh. and I'm standing side stage yes. watching the concert. Pretty fucking cool. And they covered Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. I got wow. a video. Maybe I'll put the video on the Patreon. Put it up. That can be so- It's only 30 seconds long. Everybody wants a video. dun dun it was great. I mean, they kicked ass, but I'm sitting there, and they're like, okay, you're on next, sir. And uh, it was like fucking Annie Hall when he's like, got to try to follow the other comedian oh, or whatever. Oh, yeah. They're just ripping sabotage, and it's hot. Everyone's sweating. There's like a mosh pit type of deal. They're like, you're up next. And I couldn't find Michelle because she's off in her trailer. She's got a trailer. Oh, she's, uh, she's Ellen. She's Elvis. Yeah, she's got her feet up. They're fucking fingering her. It's a whole thing. They're sure. mis- shampooing her hair. I'm, by, I'm over by the tag an umbrella guy. It's uh-huh. a whole thing. Is it raining? It's not raining yet. Oh, boy. But it's threatening. Okay. So then uh, they go, all right, you're going out. And I'm like, I just got to talk to Michelle because I'm like, are there language restrictions? She's like, oh, yeah, there's kids out there. She's like, they've sworn a little bit, but she's like, I wouldn't do any sex jokes. Oh, that's your whole act. And I'm like, let me just talk to Michelle because Michelle's the boss. Yes. She's the one that's paying me out of pocket. And she hired you. Exactly. So finally, I'm just sitting around rocking and rolling. There's all these like show busy people walking by. And they're like, okay, you're on now. And it's a hell gig. Yeah. I mean, it's outside, music festival, 100 degrees, threatening rain. The crowd is standing. Uh-huh. They're woke. Oh, They're woke. there to see, you know, Hillary. Yes. Who I, I, you know, happily, not happily, but I voted for. Sure. And, sure. Uh, but they're not, they're not the people that are on our team with this podcast. They heard our podcast. The, the irony is you want a Trump fan out there. It's sort of is, a, is an audience member. I don't know about a Trump fan. I'd rather, uh, you know, someone in between. All right. Someone right. in between the two. Trump fans are good laughers and they don't get offended and all that. Yeah, that's true. They're fine. But, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a toughie. Yeah, it's a toughie. But you want someone in the middle somewhere. But these are the people that they're, they're nice or whatever. But if they heard our podcast, I mean, they oh. would throw bricks through our windows. Oh, no doubt about it. So anyways, I go out there, and it's one of those ones. I, it's just going to be a grenade jump. And Michelle and I, are, we're laughing. That's what's great about comedy. Yes. We're laughing going, this is going to suck a bag of dicks. She knows you're funny, though, so it's all good. You get your paycheck, you do your 10 minutes, you're golden. Yeah, well, she's just like, I thought you'd be the best person. She's like, I know you can handle this, because I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is no, this is going to suck. I'm doing 10. 10. So I go out there. They have the timer. It's counting down from 10. It's one of those gigs where you get, you think you're 12 minutes in, you look down, and it's like, you're at 9.20 left. Yeah, you got 600 seconds. And they're just standing. Is that 10 minutes? That okay. makes sense, yeah. Does that make sense? 60 times 10, yeah. Oh, uh, 600 seconds. When you put it like that, it's pretty, it sounds easy. It does, but boy, they were, they were slow seconds. Yeah. And uh, sloppy seconds. Uh-huh. And I was just taking it right on the chin. It's a sea of people. I mean, there's a thousand people out there. Oh, yeah. And they're just standing there in rain gear, and they're all going, whoa, ooh, oh. oh. Every joke, you're like, whoa. And they're going, okay. Like, it's just brutal. And I mean, I'm sweating like a motherfucker. I go, all right, thank you. Michelle Wolf, she comes out. They go crazy for her. Yeah. But then she's struggling, too. Uh, I mean, it's a course. tough situation. Outdoors is outdoors. You got that right. And they're standing. And then all of a sudden, here comes the wind. Oh, and the, wind fire. the wind just blows over the background. They put, like, a big background. These cardboard things. It blows over. It's like the Run DMC Aerosmith video. Yes. That thing blows over. It breaks open. She's like, this is crazy. Everyone's screaming. And then it starts pouring rain right in the middle of an abortion joke. She's talking wow. about abortion. She's like, boy, God hates abortion. It does like that a laugh. That's funny. She's like a witch. It's pouring rain. She comes off stage. We're covered. They got like the umbrella over her. She's like Dylan, you know. They walk yeah. us back to the uh, the the what do you call trailer. it? The trailer. Trailer. And then she's like, "We'll give you a ride to the end of the park because I got to go up to this other gig." And we leave. I mean, it is buckets. Wow. It's like jumping a pool wet. I'm soaking wet, head to toe. And this was six hours ago. I haven't been home. I haven't dried off. I'm uh. just wearing wet clothes. And now I'm barefoot because I got I got no dry sock. Sure, you're a wet sock. I got barefoot a- after a wet sock. There you go. I don't know if that was anything. I might have just wasted too much no, time. I hate a, myself. I can see the whole thing in my head. I know the gigs like that. It's brutal, but the, I I gotta talk about this. It, it drives me crazy. This is the most frustrating thing in the comedy business for me. Are these crowds that stare at you blankly, and they you can tell they're thinking, "Who is this idiot? Whoever told him he was funny." How is this any good? And I want to go, fuck your asshole, dickless. I'm killing. I'm ki- I can kill. I've, I've been on television. I, I can do this. I've been doing it for years, over a decade. Blow me. I'm funner than you. Eat my jizz, you Nazi bitch. Well, here's what it, it feels like it would be better 
to open if you just dropped a video screen and played them my Netflix special. Yeah, maybe. Because then they're like, oh, he's been on Netflix. Because they don't believe, they're not even listening to the intro. Yeah. And I can hear the intros like, it's like a pre-recorded, he's been on Letterman and Tuesdays with a story. And I'm like, don't even plug Tuesday. I mean, these people nah, listen. they don't know. If they enjoyed it and they're like, let's go listen to this. Right. They'd get 30 seconds in and their fucking head would catch fire. Yeah, yeah, it just drives me crazy. But wh- who cares? You, you, you see my Netflix, you don't see my Netflix. Like, I'm still being funny right here in front of you. In right. a microphone. Ah, just... These jokes work. It, it's frustrating because if you're a basketball player and you shoot a basket and it goes in the hoop, it counts. Right. But if you tell a joke that is equivalent to a ball going in a hoop and they they don't count it. But it matters so much. The setting matters. The vibe is. It's almost like sex. The vibe matters. Yeah, because here's the thing. If you were, uh, you know, if it's a thousand degrees and you've been standing all day yes, and it's yes. pouring rain and a guy goes up and does a 360 dunk, right. you're like, okay, that's great. I'm sure he's great. Right. That's great. I'm right. My feet hurt. It's fucking hot. The sound sucks. So they just don't. They're very skeptical, these yes, crowds. Yes, they're skeptics. And uh, so they were a little skeptical. And some of them were nice. Some of them, there was some laughs. But like for the most part, it's just staring, going, what is this? Yeah, yeah, it drives me nuts. And I get it. I've, I've been to plenty of places where you're watching going, ah, is this guy good? I can't even yeah. know. Not, it might not be comedy, but some sort of arts. But but you ever have that thing where I, I see this a lot. Like I'll be doing a theater, and I'll look down, and I can only see the front two rows maybe. And the back of it is just darkness. And you're killing, but you look down the front row and no one's laughing. Yeah. And you're like, well, who the hell's laughing if you're not? I feel that way all the time. Yeah, you hear like a, <sighs> you're like, man, I'm killing. And then you look down, you see just a guy looking at his phone and another guy scratching his own Fulcrum. Well, comedy seems to be the most delicate art form. Oh, it's flimsy, baby. It barely works. Because if they're lit, they're just not laughing. They I have to be in so. the dark. There's no anonymity. Yes. It's very tricky. It's like it's like we talk about. It's the only art form that can be completely ruined if someone drops a drink. Right. But right. like if there's a painting and you're like looking at a painting and someone smashes a glass over there, you're like, oh, that was crazy. Anyways, yeah, look at the colors. Right. Or a band that's part of, If you're in the middle of a joke, a glass breaks, that's the end of the joke. Well, you know what it is? It's like a laugh is a lot like an orgasm in that you can be going down on a lady and everything's going great, but she's thinking about her her mom dying. Yes. And so even if you're doing all the right clit licking and butt popping and finger angle, she's still thinking about old granny who died on the on the farm. Yep. So. It's, it's hard. You, you, that's, the, that's a good point about sex because I feel that way with... Women, I feel bad. This has happened my whole life where I'm like, it's not you. Yes. I've, uh, I've had a boner all day. I'll show you my boner. It's just when we started, I started thinking about I have to submit a tape to fucking live at Gotham. Right, right, right. Yeah, so. You ever have this that problem? What's that? With uh, sex? Sometimes everything, too much lines up. I'm having sex and, like, you know, my wife, she's got makeup on. Her makeup looks great. And, like, she's got, uh, you know, we're in a good setting. And there's mm. she just shaved her legs. And everything's. So hot, I don't know where to look. I'm like, ah, oh, that calf looks nice, the tit looks good, the face is great. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. It's a buffet. It's too much of a buffet. I don't know what to order. I don't know what to take out. It, I've never had that. I it, take it all in. I go, oh, all right, I'll look at that for a second. I'll look at the tits for a second. I'll look at the, I can get off on a clavicle. I like a thigh. I, like I know, but that's what I'm back. saying. I'm scrambly. I don't mind. I, I just enjoy it. I don't know. I'm going clav, clit, clav, clit, Adam's out. I can't, fuck, I lost it. I blew it. <laughs> It's uh. like if a buffet, I'm like, do I want chicken parm or do I want hot dogs? Eat I don't them both. Know I can't eat them both. I just eat the pussy and I go home. All right. Well, you picked the right one. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, hot dogs are pretty good if you boil them right. Yeah, but who knows what's in them? We know what's in the pussy. Uh, I don't know what was in there. That's true. Or who? And you don't want to know. Who? Uh, well, hey, we got some. Should we, oh, we yeah, do this yeah. business, folks? We got some new sponsors, and we're excited about them because these are good. Yes. Good stuff. You know about? Uh, oh, I think you know. I think Eero. You know. Is that what you're gonna say? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Eero. I know about Eero. You know about Eero? I'd like you to tell me. Oh, I was hoping you'd tell me about uh. Eero. Well, Eero was built because they wanted Wi-Fi. They wanted the kind of Wi-Fi you wish you had. Yes. You're always sitting there. You got flimsy, floppy Wi-Fi. Right. These guys said, we want better Wi-Fi, and they did it, folks. Oh, yeah. Tell them about Eero, Mark. All right. Well, the single router model just doesn't work for our increasingly high bandwidth world. It's Agreed. simple physics. Like light waves, Wi-Fi waves don't go through the walls well. Imagine asking a light bulb in your living room, to light your master bedroom. Imagine. Makes sense. What you need is a distributed system. This is what 
offices have had for years at considerable work and expense. With Eero, you can install an enterprise-grade Wi-Fi system in your home in just a few minutes. Wow, I got to get this. I got I got shady, sloppy Wi-Fi. It's shoddy. Yes. Well, and, I, I've used this, and it is killer. I'll oh, tell you really? firsthand. Yes, I have it in my house, and it is amazing. It's all, right. all over the house. Every spot is killer. The stuff is amazing, and they got an offer for you guys. Ooh, do tell. Free overnight shipping to the U.S. or Canada. You guys got to use it. It's Eero, E-E-R-O dot com, and at checkout, select overnight shipping. Then enter the promo code Tuesdays to make it free. Yes. I mean, I love this stuff. It's the best thing I've ever used in my life. I can tell you that right now. And it's easy and it's simple. Just simply download the Eero app on your iOS or Android devices, and it'll walk you through each step of the process. It's quick, it's easy, and it's painless. You got to get this fast Wi-Fi. You ever been watching a movie or a video, and it just starts to reload on you, or you get the spinning pinwheel? You go, come on, I'm in the middle of this thing. Some people have work to do. You work from home. You got a home office. Get the Eero. Get the good Wi-Fi. You never get stuck again. Eero.com. Tell them Tuesdays sent you. Use the promo code Tuesdays. And while you're using that Wi-Fi, I'll tell you what else you can do. You can check out the new album by you-know-who. Weird Al. Yeah, I love Weird Al. Childhood favorite. He's still kicking, still writing great stuff. If you love music and you love comedy, you love Weird Al Yankovic. Mm -hmm. And if you've seen Weird Al play live, you know he puts on a hell of a show. Al just wrapped up his ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity tour. That's a mouthful. For the first time, he played his original songs, classics like Dare to be Stupid, Jackson Park Express, Buy Me a Condo, and plenty more. Those are classics. Hey, guys, for a free month of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcherpremium.com slash Weird Al. That's stitcherpremium.com slash Weird Al. And there, once again, you can use the promo code Tuesdays. No, stories. What? This one is promo code STORIES. That's right. That's a better code, if you ask me. STORIES. Good code. Hell of a code. Great code. They're both good codes. Yes. Eero, Weird Al. Guy code. Weero. Yes. All right. I love Weird Al and streaming with some good Wi-Fi on Eero. All right. You talk for a while, because I want to kill myself with that rain <laughs> story. What am I doing? I'm talking about the rain? Who gives uh, a shit? You're, you're soaking wet. All right. Fuck a kid. Suck your dick. Blow me. Spray Laysol in your asshole. Yes. Laysol. Lasik, Lysol. Lysol could be a, a spray for after you get done doing some dirty fucking. Lysol? Lysol. Oh, Laidsol. Sure. Laidsol. Sounds like you fucked an Italian. Laidsol. <laughs> <laughs> or a Jew. Better call Saul. Uh, yeah, all right. So you were, we're talking about good. You're talking about a bad show. Let me talk about a good show. Please. I love a good show. Uh, Seinfeld, right. Kirby Enthusiasm, yes, Sports Center. Family Feud. So, uh,. <laughs> On last Monday, as we all, last time we talked, I was uh, sitting in my apartment with uh, my old pal Ted Baker face here, <laughs> and we were talking about Jimmy Fallon. Oh, Nelly. I had my suit hung up, ready to go, bought a new suit, had my stolen TJ Maxx shirt that I stole that day, and uh, I hightailed it over to 30 Rock. Yes, sir. 3 p.m. had a nice car pick me up, and I'm all zen, baby. I'm showered. I'm zen. I've run the set. You left. I, I got a I got a belly full of Chipotle. I'm just I'm I'm in the zone. Mm-hmm. So we go to we go to the Thirty Rock. We get in. They walk you in. I love you. Get in there and they right this way, Mr. Norman. There's a lady out there with a blazer on and a little clipboard, and she takes you in the elevator. Elevator's got the peacocks on the floor. I love oh. the peacocks on the floor. That's when you know you're in showbiz. Showbiz. Dirty Rock. What was I gonna say? What did you want? NBC. Is that what you, the answer you're looking for? Yeah. It was, oh, all right. It was it was stretch. All right. I got nervous. No, no. So yeah, now I'm in the elevators with the peacock, and it's all Art Deco and old. It's beautiful, 50th Street and Sixth Avenue, baby. And uh, you go up, and then they go, oh, right this way, and you see all these green rooms. There's the Roots. Mm-hmm. They got a big ass green room. Weed smoke coming out of the bottom of the door. Oh, Very boy. exciting. Jamie Fox. Some other guy, and then me. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I go in there. I start eating all the snacks. They give you some, you know, craft service and hors d'oeuvres and shit, chocolate bars and fruit and veggies. I'm going to town on that. People start showing up. My agent, my friend Matt, my friend Jason, uh, Luis, Luisa Diaz popped mm. in. 
We had a good crew. We're all in the green room shucking and jiving, having a good time, talking shit. Fallon comes in. He does his, hey, just saying, good to have you back, buddy. All right. You know, pretending he knows who I am. Right. And uh, one of my friends boldly said, hey, can I get a photo of you too? And he was wow. like, sure. So I got a great Fallon photo. I'll post all that shit. Wow. Now I'm in the suit. You know, I got the loose tie, feeling good. They go, all right, we're going to go show you your mark. I go, that's me. They didn't get it. We go out there. There's a peacock on the floor, empty audience. And I, it, it's so good to go out there and see that that mark on the floor. It just You're just like, okay, I'll be telling jokes in this direction. These people will be looking at me. It's just something about it. It, it clears my mind a little. Like, you know where you're going to be telling jokes. Yeah, I always tell everybody, that's always my advice, is stay out there as long as you yes. can. That's what I do. I say, I'm going to stand here until you kick me out of here. Right, right. Because you just get used to the lay of the land. And then also, it makes everything feel so small. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is the show. This In is your nothing. mind, the fat, like in your dreams, you do Fallon or Late Night, whatever it is. The audience is from like there all yes. the way over there. And there's a balcony and yes. another balcony. You're at the Astrodome. Right. It's a but warehouse. Here you go there. He's like, oh, there's fucking 200 people here. It's yeah, a small the, little thing. You stand here and to your left are the roots. And they're literally four feet away from you on like a little box. Yeah. And they're right there. You can smell them. Yeah. Behind you is Fallon to your back right. He's right there. You can hear him chuckling. I mean, it's amazing how small it all is. It's like a postage stamp. The cameras are in front of you. The audience is right there. It's great. So go back to the room, shuck and jive and have a good time. Jamie Foxx strolls in with Ooh, Katie Holmes. Really? They're dating now. What? You didn't know that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, they're a hot item. For Cruz and Fox. Well. The whole cast of fucking Collateral. That movie. Collateral. Yeah, well, uh, I think she, he's gay, so she's like, I got to go I gotta go the opposite. I got to, like, wash that off. Fox he, is gay. Is he? Is that what you, I'm, I'm saying? Thought, Cruz. Oh, Cruz is gay. He's on. He's she's cruising. He's cruising. Yeah. Wow, that'd be a fun name. So she walks in and she is dressed. To, I mean, she's got like high heels on that are ten feet tall. She's got like a basically a tube top and these tiny like a tiny skirt. Basically wearing like a bikini. Wow. She's all skin. She's gone full black. She's like, I'm dating a black guy now. I'm gonna like hoochie it up. Interesting. Yeah, and it was it was crazy. She's walking down the hall and you're like, God, she's taller than Fox, and you're like, Holy hell. So uh, that was that was exciting. The roots come out; they're all nice. They shake your hand. Tons of weed smoke, and uh, so then the the Fallon goes out there, and he has a rehearsal crowd. What's he has that a mean? whole crowd come in just so he can try monologue jokes. Oh, I think I've heard that. Because you don't want to try brand new jokes on a on a brand new crowd, I guess, because they could bomb on fucking television. Like roast battle. Exactly, which we're doing. Yeah. So, uh, so you you hear him killing out there. It's just kind of fun. Like you, you hear laughter. It makes you feel better. Like, oh, it's just a show. We're all doing a show. They know what this is. They're excited to be here. These people fly in for this show. Right. So he's in a t-shirt and jeans, just shucking a giant. He's so likable and the whole thing. So. Uh, Fucking Jamie Foxx goes out there. Some other girl, Deutsch. Deutsch. Oh, Deutsch. yeah, you told me about this. She's little. She's cute. Not Zoe Deschanel, but De- Zoe, Zoe Deutsch. Deutsch. Yeah, yes. so she goes out, and the whole show is like an hour and five minutes, but it feels so long because you're just in that green room freaking out. Really? See, I have the opposite oh, feel. Oh, really? Like I think it feels short. Oh, I'm just in there because I, I got there at 3.30, and it's 5.30. It feels like I've been there because your, your senses are all heightened. So you, it's like when you're on mushrooms, everything feels longer because you're taking in so much information. You're taking it, uh, oh, my friend moved his foot. All right, oh, you're, like you're, you're, you're on spidey sense the whole time. See, I feel, like it feels, I feel like it feels long, the whole process of being there and all that. Yes. But once the show starts, uh-huh. I always feel like I'm like, all right, I got 50 minutes and then all of a sudden they're like, "Okay, we got to get you ready. You got to right. go here. You got to here." I'm like, "Wait, wait. I'm going out now." Yeah. Things started eight minutes ago. Well, they're like, no, it's been an hour. That's true too, because also you're nervous, so you kind of want it to take longer. Right, you right. Need more time back there. Like, I'm not ready. Yeah, exactly. You have that moment. I said it before. You always have that moment of like, who, "Why did I think I could do this?" Yes, yes. I can't do this. You have to fight that the whole time, going, "Shut up! I got it! I got it!" So now you know the show is going and going. So they go, "Hey, you're up for uh, hair and makeup." So you go, "All right." And I go in there, and you know me, I'm a piece of garbage. So I go, "I want a full haircut, like cut my hair." I saved it. I got a shaggy head of jizz because I want it cut. So the lady's like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I gotta work now." So she puts the fucking thing on me, the the smock, and she starts cutting my hair. I, I got a full do. Wow! And then they do the makeup, and uh, did you have I, that big thing that comes down over your head? You no. read the paper? <laughs> I wish, with the rollers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reading the paper, talking gossip. Uh, so we're making the, 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 the hair ladies laugh. We're having a good time. I try to be as funny as I can because, like, it reminds me, like, oh, I can be funny. Yes. I'll have a good set. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm getting some good yuck em ups out of the hair cunts. And then I go back, and they go, all right, you ready? And I go, hey, wait, wait, what can I say? And so we go back to the, the uh, and I saw the Jim Henson wall. You saw the Henson. Unbelievable. I was going to the Henson. Unbelievable. So you One go of the through, coolest things ever. Go through the back way. You go in this dark room, and you're basically backstage. There's a curtain in front of you, and it's dark as shit, and there's one mirror with a light around the mirror, mm. and you can just see your face. Yeah. You're like, you are about to be on television. This is it. You suck. Your parents don't care, but you got to kill it, baby. Showbiz. All these, all the bikes, all the bombing, all the flights, all the road work, all the heckles leading up to this. Yeah. Bring it, baby. And then you just hear... This next guy is you can hear Jimmy kind of faintly talking. Yes, and he's like his, his family's here, his parents are watching, he's gay, he sucks, my mom's a bitch. So and I just had one last like, you're gonna fail, you suck, and I went, Fuck you, blow me, bitch, I'll jizz right in your taco. And I went out there and just did it, and it was like the Seinfeld thing where I got off stage and I was like, What just happened? Right. Is it over? Did I do something? And uh, yeah, oh, you did something, baby. It went well, and it felt good. And I got off, and uh, you know, everybody's going nuts in the green room. All the friends are like, "Holy shit, that was crazy!" And then after the show, Jimmy came in. We talked for like twenty minutes. Wow! He had so much. We were just going off and story. I, had, I got like three good lines in, and uh, yeah, we were just telling stories, comedy stories. And he had some great stuff. He's like, "There's a you ever been to the Comedy Magic Club?" I was like, "No, I've never been." He's like, "You got to go. There's a whole wall of signatures." And there's one signature in the middle of the wall that's gone. Because I was like, Louis? why? He's like, David Letterman's is gone. What? I was like, why? And he's like, because for some reason, everybody we used to rub Letterman's uh, signature for good luck, and it rubbed it off. What? Years of rubbing. Wow. Yeah, so we had all these great stories, and I said Roseanne hated Letterman, and she, like, scratched his off, and I was like, yeah, I think she was on Ambient, and he's like, oh, yeah. You know, just <laughs> shitty, easy jokes, just having a great time, and he's hanging out, and you could, like, I've done this show twice now, and he didn't hang out on the first one, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So I think he really liked the set, and I got a zillion tweets, and then my agent, she takes you out to dinner after. She goes, where do you want to go? I said, wouldn't it be funny if we went to Olive Garden? She said, we're going to Olive Garden. Oh, fun. We went to Olive Garden Times Square, had the unlimited breadsticks, the salad. We went to town. I got the lobster ravioli and a couple scotches, and that was it. Wow, what a night. Well, I was at home. I saw it live. Oh, the, thanks for uh, On TV, which is so exciting to watch because the internet, they cut the intro and the commercials, and it's fun to watch. And it's funny because we're watching the commercials, and I was like, Right now is always the worst part with yes, the taping. Yes, That's the part where you're looking at the mirror. That thing where yes. they're like, all right, they finished the last segment, and we'll be right back with Mark Norman. And that part, that takes forever to me. Yeah. That's a day and a half. Oh, when yeah. When they're like, that was Jamie Fox, that was Super Douche, whatever her right, fucking name right. is. And here we come. with. And they, I always get They have no pressure. No. They get nervous, but they go out there and they go, yeah, well, my I got on the wrong bus, Jimmy. Right. And he's like, that must have been crazy. And then they leave. Yes. And they go, Here's my movie. We got to go and say our thoughts and our jokes, and if you bomb, you bomb. You bomb, and there's no one to talk to, there's no one to bounce off of. And also, how about when you're behind the curtain and there's the big uh, union guy, the big muscly meathead, he's like, all right, I'm going to pull this curtain, and you're like, "Ah, uh, what are you up to? What do you like to do? I I hate myself. You're trying to get a a conversation going, and he's just like, ah, I I just work here. I pull a curtain. Shut up, you fag. Yeah, we've said it before. Like We're the only person in the building who's nervous. Yes. The yes. crowd is like, this is amazing. Everyone else works. They got a union job. They're there every day. They're just going, yeah. I can't wait to get home. And But the, the, the trade, the, the payoff is, as Leno said, we're the only thing on that channel for five minutes. Yeah. There's no Roots. There's no Fallon. It's just you on the stage. Jamie Foxx can sit on the couch and go, so I heard you like uh, honeybees. You know? And then Jimmy's got to go, I love honeybees. Uh, you know? But we got to just do it ourselves. And But we own it. Yeah. It's all us, baby. We're on the throne. Oh, you so. owned it, buddy. I mean, it was killer. But we were sitting there, and then we started to get the little butterflies of oh, like, yeah, yeah, here we go. This is the big moment. Right. And uh, it was a killer, killer oh, thanks, set. Thanks. I mean, fucking monstrous laughs. Yeah, thank you. Glad those crowd, those are the best crowds in late night. I mean, it's not even close to me. Oh, they are yeah, like they, they get it, they know it, they yep. fucking they they give it up. They really give it up. I mean, yeah. it was a killer set. All kinds of applause breaks. Thanks. And uh, it's fun. I've watched about last one at the cellar I watched, this one at home. It, it's nice to be there to watch them live. It's not, and I feel like guys like us, we put our fucking heart and soul. I ran that thing a million times. I tweaked it. I spun it. I jizzed on it. Like, they cut three jokes. I had to fill in other jokes and then put an ending in. The closer was cut, so I had to find a new closer. And it all worked, but 
I, I feel like some of these late night sets you see, they're like, I'm like, how did you? Where's the where's the work? Where's the effort? It, it felt like you didn't even want it. Right. It felt like somebody just threw you out there, and they were like, yeah, just do five. Yeah, there's some weird one, and there's. It's uh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to get in the habit of uh, talking about it, but, but yeah there's saying. some that are not as good as that. some are really good and some are not so good and I'm not saying we're better I'm just saying I feel like we work we put the time in we put the blood sweat and anal yeah I'm saying you're better no no, no. Uh, but, but uh, yeah so it, it felt good it's all in the tweets it was all very nice and everybody was super complimentary and and if you look on YouTube. Sweet baby Jesus. It's all these Tuesdays going, love the pod, Chipotle, praise Allah, this was lunch, anal jizz, queef in my mouth, Jews. It's great. They they, they did it. They went in there. They they punched it up. And, and all the light, you know, they got the thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. It's like 2,000 to 20. Yes, so good ratio. A good feeling. Hey, well, one of them was me. I just thought it would be ah, fun. Well. Yeah, I clicked wrong. Yeah, well, it's good to have one. you got to keep it honest. Uh, but, no, it was amazing, and uh, it was fucking killer. And I tw- The tweet went crazy. I tweeted, yes. hey, check this out. And everyone was like, oh, my God. It was, right. I was getting it all day. So it was, it was really big, and we appreciate the two's gay army. It's like a yeah. big gay army out there. And then it's funny because you go, all right, well, this is a hot set. People are tweeting. It's going crazy. I'm going to sit back and just collect my check and wait till they put me on TV, and then nothing. Yeah, but it's still it feels good. It That's feels all good. You- you got to just take the feeling, yeah. take, take the good with the bad, whatever you, whatever it is you say. Baby with the bathwater. But it was really, really something. All right, so the next day I go to the gym. Uh-huh. You know, back to real life, back to reality. Now tell me how you feel about this there, Fatty. Okay. Because this, this is a real head scratcher. So I'm at the gym, and I'm doing my shit. And I, I like to go to the gym early because there's not a bunch of riffraff, dickless Jews in there just... Stinking up the joint. Yeah. Because I go to the rec center. So these people come in. They're not the uh, highest quality of human being. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of, like, weird old guys. And, like, the guy who's, like, an ex-con. And there's a guy who's blind with the cane. He's hitting all the weights. You know, like, hey, I'm working here. So there's three benches. Everybody wants a bench. You know, you can lay down on it, do the pull-ups. You can do whatever the hell you want, yes. stretch out. Yes. Three benches. Some. Yeah, okay. So I go in. Uh... One guy's on a bench. He looks like Sam Elliott. If Sam Elliott was, you know, 20 years younger and terrifying. Okay. Ripped. Sam Elliott on Roy. Like Tombstone Sam Elliott, yeah. but tougher. Mustache, shorter hair, but just looked that kind of grizzled cowboy thing. Gun? No gun. He had guns. Uh, I see. So he's working out. He's working out. And he's kind of just taking up an area. So I go, ah, I'm just going to leave this guy alone. But he's he's working out in front of the dumbbell bent, uh, the dumbbell rack. Ah. So he's got all the dumbbells right there, and I got to get to those sixty fives. Yes. Now he's just hanging over there. So eventually he goes and takes a whiz. So I go, all right, well, this guy's you know he's left the room. I'm gonna go grab these sixty fives, which are on the rack, and I start doing my butterflies. And he comes back and he goes, he looks at the weights and he sees the number. And he goes, what are you doing? And I'm laying down. I'm on my back, like, huh? And he's like, what are, you, what are you doing? I was using those. Oh. I was like, what? They were on the rack. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm still using them. I go, well, how, how would I know that you were using these? And right. he, you could tell he was like, I leave the room for one minute, you take my fucking weights? Yeah. And I was like, they were on the rack, fatty. What are you, crazy? And this is a giant guy, so I'm trying to keep it, you know, copacetic. And uh, he's like, hey, hey, yeah, I was using that. I was like, look, they were on the rack. What do you want? And I go, let me just do, I'll just do one rep, and I'm done. He, and he rolls his eyes like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. And now I'm fuming because I'm like, when some like I'm I'm a piece of shit. I've done horrible things my whole life. I've pissed on people's faces. But when something doesn't make sense, I don't get it, and I can't let it go. I can't compute it. Right. And this guy could kick my ass three ways to Muhammad Ali. But I, I you know, I go ah fuck it. So I go all right. Well, uh, and I point to the end of the rack, and there's a three pounder. Yeah. And I go, you using this, buddy? Uh huh. And he looks at me, and he's like. Like, this is fighting words. Oh, boy. Because I was trying to be somewhat humorous, but also kind of a dig. Yes. And I was like, oh, I just want to make sure you're not using this one. And I pointed to the three. And he goes, what's your fucking problem? Oh, boy. And I go, oh, boy. fuck. I really overdid it here. Because I was just sitting there, sitting on the bench, stewing, going like, how can he have all these weights? So there's other people here. You know, I don't know which ones you're using. It's a full. There's 50 weights on the rack. So it's like the Seinfeld thing when he's like, I was here first. He's like, if you were here first, then you'd be on the phone. Ah. If you were using them, they wouldn't right. be in my hand. Yes, exactly. I have them. Yes. And I'm not a, a weight stealer. No. He's being a dumbbell. 
So I go, uh, he's like, what, you got a problem? And I go, I just want to make sure that I know what's, who's doing what. And uh, this guy walks through us because he's just trying to work out. He's got headphones on. He doesn't even know what's going on. Right. And he just grabs some weights off the rack while we're talking. Uh, and the, the Sam Elliott guy goes, oh, and like throws his hands in the oh, air. Shit. He's like a kid with a basketball, like, ah, this is my playground. So you got an unstable cowboy on your hands. I guess so. He's a UC. B. USB. Ah, shit. Unstable. But USB is something, too. Well, I know. It'd be U UC. Unstable cowboy. Unstable is oh, one word. Oh, unstable. I see. But cowboy is one word also. Yeah, so he's a UC. Yeah, just a UC. All but right. he can do all the syllables. That's he's a true. USCB. USCB, which uh, is a good port on the laptop. University of Southern California boners. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, good team, by the way. Nobody <laughs> wants to tackle them. Yeah. <laughs> the Trojans go on the boners. <laughs> right. Yes, that was good. We got somewhere there. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now I'm trying to think of something with pig skin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> My mother's something with pig skin. She's got she's got to moisturize. Uh-huh, yeah. Well. I, sh I shouldn't have said mother. I should have said, you know, aunt or whatever. <laughs> My mother's got great skin. Great skin. The pig skin might be good. I don't even know. It's yeah, pink. Yeah, it's true. Right? Pigs are good. I, I eat pig skin. Do you? Well, you know, eat Bacon's the ham. Bacon's up the skin. That's Maybe inside, the skin. I think. Well, eat the chicken skin, but there's feathers around that. I love the chicken skin. Love the That's skin. That's the best. It's oh, all yeah. wet and wacky. It's like a pussy. Yes, pussy skin. <laughs> I love those. Is that Maybe skin it. on there? What is that? I guess it's it's a fluffy, nice, it's so soft. If you scraped it, what would happen? I think it, it would, would be bleed, a scrape, right? But it could be menstruation. I don't yeah. know what blood is what. I love pussies. Yeah. You know, I was thinking the pussy... Is a weird-looking organ. Of course. It's odd-looking. It's wet. It's got a gash in it. It's Flappy. Got flaps. Yeah. Floppy. And the dick gets a lot of hate. You whip out a dick on the train, you're going to jail. You, uh, the woman's going to therapy. But women are always like, oh, men body shame. But like, you make fun of our dicks quite a bit, and we praise the pussy. We could easily trash that thing. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. I agree. All right. I mean, I trash it occasionally. Yeah, I'll beat it up. But, uh, you know. So, yeah, so eventually the guy just snapped and uh, went into the other room and, like, like had a hissy fit. Oh, boy. Yeah, so I just, we all started using the, the weights. <laughs> and uh, the, the guy who walked, the black guy, who was, like, a friend of mine, I was like, can you believe that shit? He's like, oh, that guy's crazy. And I was like, all right. But wow. uh, y y y it sucks dealing with a guy who's huge because you can't, get real of course it's scary you yeah. can't reason with them because they'll just pick you up and smash you through the wall exactly and then they get to win but you're like you're still wrong right like you're like you know right. you're handicapped now but you're like oh the guy was being a jerk i just don't have that in me where I, you know i tell my therapist and he's like yeah the guy's nuts and i'm like that's not satisfying i, I know need justice well i have the same thing i had this happen where i went to starbucks and i ordered the jade citrus and with sarah this happened this is a different time where they didn't have it but they still have the little cubby hole that says Jade Citrus Mint. And she was like, that's discontinued at mm. this one. She's like, we don't carry it anymore. And I'm like, I know you're not in charge, but they should really take it down. Yes. And Adris, I was like, I can't not say that. And Sarah's like, I know, but she's not the manager. I'm like, I know. That's why I prefaced it right. and said it in a silly manner. Yeah. I said it like I, I did like a Quinn. I was like, well, I think they should take it down. Right. Trying to be funny and loosen it. But I still, I can't not say it. I'm like, you got a big Thing you got a gape saying Jade Citrus right. Mint. You're like, we don't even carry that anymore. It's like if Burger King had no burger. You're like, we got to change your sign. Right. And I'm like, I know you're not in charge. I know you make $11 an hour. You're 17 years old. You've been pregnant twice. But just don't advertise the JCM. And what what's going on with the J? It sounds like a lot of controversy. I mean, I, I mean, it's out. It's discontinued. It's not continued. It's in. It's out. It's gay. It's well, coming out. Well, some have it and some don't. And they said it goes by market. And I think I honestly think the ones that I frequent, they still have it, and the ones I don't, don't have it. I'm you're keeping, keeping them in it. business. You're keeping it alive. I'm Joe Citrus Mint. Yes, you're JCM. My agency, JCM. JCM. Joe Citrus Mint. Jews, colorful media. Yeah, menstruation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I got to tell you something else. Hit me, I better. think. I thought I had something. Oh, mine's a completely different uh, topic. But I don't like these people that go over to the bench and then they wheel it out into another room. 
Wait a minute. Wheel. Oh, you the bench You see those wheel. people? They walk over to the triple bench. Because I got a triple bench myself. No yes. Sam Elliott, but I got a Val Kilmer. That's another story uh, for another day. It's a daisy of a bench. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm your Huckleberry. He comes over, this guy, and he Bill Paxton's that bench. He picks uh-huh. it up, and he just walks away to the other side of the room with the bench. They wheelbarrow that bench. Yes, they lift it, and they wheelbarrow it. Yes. I'm going, well, where are you going with the bench? Right. Well, maybe... maybe. Maybe he wants to get away, get some a little bench time. Well, here's what they do. And this is a hot dame the other day. I got some hot numbers over at my gym. Oh, not mine. I'm I, got, not a, I got cocoon over there. Well, I'm not afraid to spend the money I make. So the lady, she <laughs> wheels the bench over, and then she takes the big giant. You know, these the women are squatting now, too. They're oh, powerlifting. Oh, yeah. They so she squats. does. I'm going to act it out for you. She does this thing where you lay on the bench with just your hips. Yes. Lean, and then she does like a... Oh, a hump, an air hump. An air hump with like 800 pounds on it. She's humping to the Lord. Yeah, and I'm over here doing pull-ups with one eye on uh, on fucking Humpy Susie over yeah, here. Oh, my humps, my humps, my humps. Yeah, it's quite a... Humpty Dumpty. It's a camelback situation. Yeah, camel toe. <laughs> They all got the camel toe. I love a camel. Why is a camel toe a negative? There's, Bring it on. There's not a pair of pants at the gym that doesn't have a big old moose knuck. I love that knuck. <laughs> Canucks. Yeah. Well, anyways, so uh, off the topic of the gym, sort of on topic, I went and rented a car to go to Providence, but Wednesday I rented a car to go to Jones Beach, Woo-wee! which is a national treasure, Jones Beach. Yes. Great beach, and they just put a bunch of money into it. They got they added these like cornhole things that are built into the ground. There's all this new grass and a new food f- place. Is that Brooklyn? Joe's been no, it's Long Island. Oh, it's Long Island. That's the way they're walking around. Alec Baldwin in uh, Seinfeld. I he says see. this was the Eiffel Tower right here. Right, right. He goes, what's it? There's nothing in it. It's a tower. Right. Uh, but anyways, I drove out there. I was going to Pixies Weezer concert at the Jones Beach wow, Nokia Theater. Combo. Great combo. I was being, these fucking nerds behind us were like Pixies were playing that just ripping it. These guys were like play a Weezer song. These like high school drunks are like where's Weezer? And I'm like shut the fuck up, you fucking idiot. I feel like George the movie theater. Yeah, those are Long Island losers. I'm like you don't know shit. You know, none of these bands would be here. Pixies were like the biggest influence on Nirvana. Shut up, you fucking losers. Right, you right. don't even know what you're seeing. Yeah. Just leave. Go downstairs. Your old man Liz, your grandpa. I am, but I'm like I don't understand. Just go down to the bar or wherever the fuck. Yeah. Don't. Why are you heckling the band? And it's. They're just ignorant. They're co-headlining. Right. The Pixies been around for 30 fucking years. I know. It's the Pixies. They're not, it's not some fucking douche band. What's their big hit? They had one big hit, uh, Where Is My Mind. You, oh, you've heard yeah. Of that one. Yeah, that Where was like the big one. Where Is My Mind. But, uh, well, mine was on fucking blowing these high school kids. Yes, I hate them. But anyway, so I drove out there, and Sarah, you know, she had an obligation, so she's like, I got, I'll be done at five, and I feel bad, but I'm like, you're going to have to meet me out there because... If I leave in a car at 5 to go to Long oh, Island. Oh, you're fucked in the anal. That's three and a half hours. We might miss the show, for God's sake. Yes. And the beach. I got to get to the beach. The beach? If I'm going to the beach, I'm going to the beach. You got that right. So I go rent the car. I was like, meet me out there, uh, sweetie. P- pies. Good for you. I mean, usually I feel like I got to sacrifice because like, all right, I got to help her out. You get out. You're an adult. You're an independent woman. Get out there. Well, I got the tickets and uh, they were for her. And so I said, you know, uh, and it's not so. And she's fine with it, by the way. She's okay. like, hey, yeah. She's like, okay. no, no, that makes sense. I don't want to hold you back. She's got an audition and the thing. So I go, all right, great. So I, I drive the car out there, and I get out early, and it's weird being at the beach by yourself because you're the only one by yourself. Everyone's in a big group. They sure. got picnic. They got pails. What the hell's a pail? I think it's a beach bucket. It's just a bucket, right? I guess it's a bucket. Yeah, I don't know why they call it a pail. Yeah, there's a lunch pail. I think that's similar. That's a lunch box and a yeah. lunch pail. I, I don't get it. Maybe I pail. I don't know what beyond the pail means either. I don't know what that means either. I, mean, I know what it means, it. but I don't know what the origin is. I don't know. What it, what does it mean? Beyond the pale, I think means like, uh, this is crazy. We're off the rails here. This is uh, beyond the pale. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. I don't get it. It's a Gaffigan special. That's a, his best, maybe. does quite well. But anyway, so I drive out there, and I'm like, I got to be in the ocean. The ocean, it heals, as you know. Yes, it heals. It really heals. So I just go up to the thing. I put my backpack down. I'm by myself like a weirdo, and I, I jump in the ocean there's Freezing, n- huh? It's well. Here's the thing. I've been swimming up in Maine all summer uh, Maine and Nantucket, so those 200 miles make a difference. It's a lot warmer uh-huh. in Long Island than it is in Maine. And I'm I'm from New England, so cold water. I, that's what I swim in. I like it. All right. And there's nothing on this great green blue earth that I enjoy more than a good ocean swim. Woo-wee! 
And I'm in there. The ocean's coming in. The waves, the wackadoos, the whole thing. I swim for about 40 minutes. I'm in there. Nice. Floating around. I come off. I air dry. I walk around. I call my mother. I fuck my dad. Sarah finally comes out, meets up. It's sunset. We go in. We watch the show. Pixies kick ass. Weezer kicks ass. He played Take On Me by himself. Rivers Como. Oh. The whole crowd sang. It was a beautiful show. Good stuff. Great, great show. And, uh, oh, fuck it was my a, ass. I saw the Instagram pic. It was a peach. I had one. It was lunch. That was a sunset going. It was an outdoor cons. I had thing you didn't perform on that one. Important thing. Oh, I just thought of it. All right. So then the next day we walk the show. We have a great time. Great bands. I mean, I love Weezer. My, their first album is my favorite album of all time. The Blue? Love the Blue. Yes. I tried to do my second album, Are You Mad at Me? I tried to do... Uh, what do you call it? A tribute to that cover, and they said it was too close. So uh, it's still kind of like that, but that uh-huh. was I was trying to do. It's a whole thing. Anyways, the next day, there was three shark bites at Fire Island, two beaches down. Whoa! Yeah, so I was swimming with sharks. How about that? But I didn't get a bite, which is good. But uh, son of a bitch, I could have got bit by a shark. Yeah, that's I guess a story. my story stink. This that would have gone viral. Yeah, my story stink. I'm driving in the rain. I almost get bit by a shark. I don't uh, know what's what. Shark's good. Uh, I thought I had something, but I guess not. I love Shark Tank. In the moment, you're like, this is something. Then I get here, I'm like, what am I talking about? I, I feel like the same with Fallon. I'm like, yeah, it went well. It's no story. The story is where you, you, you say the N-word and Fallon tackles you. The roots <laughs> fuck you in the ass. Well, here's the thing. Something has to go wrong yes. to have a story. I know. We, we got pretty good lives here. I mean, I'm like, ah, with the very pants I was returning. Exactly. I feel like, yeah, when Kramer sold the peanut, which was probably is the best Post Larry David episode, by the way. You think? The Van Buren boy. I mean, I was dying laughing the yeah, other day watching that's, it. That's a good one. All right, we got to put a uh, fucking Trojan on our Hogan's here. It's, ooh, I like that. Hogan Trojan. What was the thing we came up with? Boners? Uh, oh, yeah, boners. The, the USC boners. Oh, no, <laughs> it, the, uh, oh it, was a, it was a disgruntled, unsatisfied cowboy. I don't know. Ah. Shelby's going to have to come up with a title. We had a lot of wackadoo things. We got big news coming, folks. We've got a big, big changes. We're going to oh, add a, a yeah. fourth member to the team. Yeah, we're growing up, folks. Things are changing around here. We've hit a podcast puberty, so we'll we'll keep you in, keep you. Uh, what's the word? Abreast. Yeah, I, that's funny because I was taking my tit out. That helped me think of it. Yeah, Joe's taking the Ted Baker off because it doesn't breathe. Doesn't breathe, and I don't think we have AC. I think we have a fan on because it's five thousand and fifty degrees here. Yeah, it's pretty uh, hot and muggy in this damn town but uh come see us and uh wherever we're heading these summer shows are killing me you, you sound like you did pretty good in providence in portland i had some real light attendance mm-hmm. and i sold out three last year god well what are you gonna do it's hot as a motherfucker did i ever tell you the best sports heckle i ever saw i probably heard told you before it was when manny ramirez played for the cleveland indians i was with my dad at the game third base side and uh, some boston douche who's hilarious, yells out, Hey, Manny, you taking up the fanny, you fucking faggot. Wow, a lot of layers. The fanny. Fanny's good because he, he's willing to say faggot, yes. but also comfortable enough to say fanny. Well, in 1995, faggot was available at every oh, corner drugstore. I yeah. mean, you could call. <laughs> that was over the counter. <laughs> you could call. You could call anybody. Uh, That's the true. Airport. I mean, it was, you called gay people that. Yeah, and now they call each other that. Yeah, I suppose so. We should do that. We should start calling each other uh, like white. No, well, now it's straight white male. Yeah. You're my straight white male. I guess, yeah. Because they use so. it negative. Yeah, yeah you're in a, don't listen to this straight white male. We should start taking it back. Straight white male, please. Yeah. <laughs> this is straight white male rigged. Yes. All right. Uh, the country. Straight white male rig. We could go on and on. But anyways, yeah, come out. I'm at the. Uh, I'm back in New England again. Hartford Funny Bone, the first weekend, whatever that is, August 3, 4, 5, something like that, 2, 3, 4, something, some combination of those. Sure. I'm coming to Hyenas in Dallas, also mid-August. Come out there. I'm going to be in, uh, what's that, Alabama, Huntsville, oh, Alabama. Oh, that's a big room there, Fatty. That's coming up. I'll be at uh, Portland Helium, not till December. Check out my, my website. i got a bunch of dates coming up. Go hit the Patreon. I'm telling you, we got a lot of stuff coming on that Patreon. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a whole new ball game. Uh, I'll be at Zany's in Nashville. First time doing a weekend there this weekend. So come check that out. Actually, next weekend. Sorry. Nashville, Zany's. Tell all the Tuesdays. Uh, then I'm going to New Orleans. Hometown, baby. Nola, Hoodat, One-Eyed Jacks, and Lafayette. Then I will be in... 
Funny Bone Hartford, Connecticut fag. Oh, they keep putting up. us back to back. I know. Then I'm at the Funny Bone in Omaha, Nebraska. Great Love stakes. That one. Colleen. Side splitters in Tampa. Bobby Jewell, come say hello. Then I'm at Hyenas in September. Jesus I Christ. I know. We're back to back. Then I'm at Gotham in, uh, in the Big Apple. Home city there. And then Stress Factory, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Uncle Vinny's in New Jersey. Funny Bone in Cincinnati. Uh, Rumors in Winnipeg. Laughs Comedy Club in Seattle. Love Seattle. Then it's Black Friday. Zane's oh. in Chicago. Skyline, Appleton. Never been there. Did my album there. The album's not good. Please buy it. So far, no good. I enjoyed it. Then I'm in the Pittsburgh Improv. So, yeah, a lot of dates. Check out the Fallon set. Check out Netflix uh, stand-ups, Joe List. I forgot to add, a, the big date I have is uh, Bellevue, Washington, oh. August 9th. Parlor Live. Yes, it's it's between the Pearl Jam shows, between two ferns. Tell your Pearl Jam buddies, or just regular comedy buddies, of course, too. Yeah. Uh, so come out to that, but... Oh, that one. My agent's like, you got to start plugging this. We've only sold 26 tickets. I'm like, that's all I got. 26 isn't bad. 26 isn't bad. So tell some friends, bring some more people. Bellevue. It's a one night only. O-T-O-T-O. Oh, and don't forget the L.A. live show. Fucking A. October 30th. Tickets aren't up yet, I don't think. Not yet. I don't know what they're waiting for. Get these tickets up, L.A. Yeah. They're all high over there. Well, they're three hours behind, so it takes a while. That's true. (laughs) Uh, Hollywood Improv, we got uh, Henry Phillips is going to be there. Maybe Nick, Nick Vatteron, I think, is going to be there. Maybe we get his squeeze, too. Oh, uh, yeah, we need a lady on. Yeah, we'll try to get some big L.A. people, but I don't even know. My my most famous friend has uh, killed himself, so. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> Anthony Bourdain? Yeah, yeah, I was pretty tight with him. Kate Spade. But, um, yeah, all right, so, yeah, come see us live. Get on the Patreon. A lot of new stuff popping up. We love you. We're gay. Uh, yell at Chipotle. We love the cards. Thank you. God bless. Praise Allah. And we'll see you in hell.